Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Oh, let me hear your impersonation of Cecil. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't. I can't get it. Yeah. he's up there. He's up there. He's on vacation. Uh huh. He said he was going to Barstow. Yeah, he's in Barstow. <laughs> he he's, at a, he's at a scrap metal flea market. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mad at that because I'm just happy he's out. Yeah, he says. You know, he out needs, and about. He needs more copper. Is what he said. Well, this is a change of pace, Boo. I'm loving the music you're mm-hmm. choosing. I don't know if this is just for me. This is for you. Yes. Here we go. Ladies, ladies love Cool James. Yeah. I love all this stuff. Cecil used to have a similar nickname. He had uh, L.A. Cecil. L.A. Cecil? Uh, ladies avoid Cecil. Oh. Well... Wait, I see you're kind of rocking and I'm having some fun. Yeah. Are you a hip-hop fan? You didn't know, uh, you weren't aware of my appreciation of Ladies Love Cool James? Okay, can you please pause? Uh-huh. This is, hold the phone. Yes. What? Yeah. I, I thought... went through a big hip-hop phase in 7th and 8th grade. Oh? Yeah. Okay. So, like, my musical timeline is, uh, like, ages 1 through, 0 through 12, it was just Radio Country, because I was just, that's all I had access to in the backseat of my parents' car. Okay. And then when I got to middle school, um, 89, hip-hop was popping off in Canton, Georgia. Wow. I was all about LL Cool J. Uh, that was uh, that was Around the Way Girl. Uh, who can forget this classic here? Oh, I want to hear. This was really... Ooh. He's just doing what his mama told him to do. Yeah. See, this is a little above my hip-hop era. Let's... Do you not remember this song? I don't. You were a little too young. Mama Said Knock You Out. That was... This is a huge hit back in, like, 90. Wow. Mama Said Knock You Out. You're like, I'm going to take this literally and knock people out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was all about some LL Cool J. You liked LL Cool J? Then I got into Ice Cube and N.W.A., uh, who else was? I mean, the, the obvious mainstream stuff back then. This was probably before your time, but MC Hammer. Yes. Oh, okay. I do know. know. Can't touch this. Vanilla Ice. Well, yeah, he's Ice you Man, know, Ice uh, Ice Baby. But as far as like the better stuff, uh, I got really into Ice Cube, his solo stuff. Um, Did you buy their CDs and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh. First CD I ever owned. The first CD I ever purchased with my own money, and I think it was the first one I ever owned. Uh, Dr. Dre, The Chronic. No kidding. 91, 92? Is, okay, so is that the infamous da-da-da-da-da? It's a motherfucking... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that's... No, that's that. Snoop Dogg. I mean, Wait. Snoop was on that record. Though. Oh, right, right, he, right, right. That was his intro... Well, his introduction was the um, deep cover soundtrack. What? 187 on an undercover cop. You remember that one? No. You don't remember? That was the first... I... I believe that's the first time the entire universe... Uh, 
was exposed to uh, Snoop Dogg. I feel like you forget I was raised by a trampoline uh-huh. and Nickelodeon. So no, I That's don't true. remember any of this. <laughs> I do remember LL Cool J doing it and doing it and doing it well. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. That Did was... you like that one? Oh yeah, that's on this album. Because that was about sex, you guys. I couldn't find the... Uh... And or if you needed to fill in a blank, like running practice, you know, doing it, doing it, uh-huh. doing it well. Yeah, it could pertain to anything, really. Cooking... Doing it, doing mm-hmm. it, doing it well. Yeah, you're right. Anything. I could, <laughs> I could play this game all day long. <laughs> oh, man. This is, uh, I can't okay. find. It's uh, okay, boo. Technology. Mm. Technology. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Yeah, it was all about the hip hop back in the day. Did you? Well, I remember your talent show. Was that in? That was elementary school. Elementary school. We uh, we broke dance. Broke dance? We broke dance. dance. We break danced it. Yeah, break danced. Uh, to uh, Let's Hear It for the Boy. Let's hear it for my baby. Okay, I do remember this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Did you break dance in middle or high school? I guess this would be middle school, high school. No, I that was uh, beyond my. That was after my break dancing days. So middle <laughs> school was sort of hip hop, and then high school became. Is that where you found your musical voice? Uh, yeah, I got really into rock and roll uh, in about tenth grade. Wow. Yeah. Were you the one bumping your music in the parking lot? No, I was never that goober, thank God. I mean, you know, I probably blared it a, a little too much, but uh, let's see. Did I find it? Oh, here we go. You don't here remember this song? Here it is. Let's listen, guys. Let's listen. Ooh. This is from the Deep Cover soundtrack starring uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, there's always some interludes. I like it. Whoa! Hey, hey everybody, dance! Here we go. This was, this was the first time we heard Snoop. This isn't Snoop. This is Dre, I think. There he is. I love Snoop. He got bars. I've never heard this song, and I'm a Snoop fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a horrible fan. This was before The Chronic. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Now, this is Dre. That's Dre right there, but there's, there's Snoop is in this song. There's nodes of Snoop. Yeah, yeah he has he has his parts. I don't know where they're at. Man. Oh, I love him. He's like 19. Yeah, he sounds young. Get it, Snoop. Hey, 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 hey. So yeah, there you go. I am loving that you loved hip-hop. Never, never, never would I have guessed that. Well, I listen to a little hip-hop. Now, I don't listen to anything, you know, popular per se, but I I like, I got a few. I got some Public Enemy. Oh, Public Enemy was the other one I was really into. Fear of a Black Planet. That was big in like ninth grade, eighth or ninth grade. Okay, let me hit you with the ones that I, Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. What about Coolio, Gangster's Paradise? I mean, what's not to love about that? That was the original, like, 8 Mile, I Mm -hmm. feel. Uh, My buddy Andy Sanford did a show with Coolio (gasps) years ago. It was New Year's Eve show in Atlanta. Uh, Hey, if you like Coolio, you're going to love Andy Sanford. Wow. Uh, (laughs) But he said he he did Gangster's Paradise, like, four times. He did, like, 45-minute set, and he said, he's like, seriously, he did that song four times. 
How does that even? What do you like? Pause and then revisit, like almost like a runner in a show, or I don't know. But he said he played that song four times in forty-five minutes. I mean, it is a classic. Mm-hmm. It is a classic. Yeah. Much like the smash hit movie you just made me watch, Gur. Yeah, we just watched uh, a movie. Yeah, sorry we're late. A little morning movie. Dave had to show me this pile of crap. <laughs> it was a good movie until the end. It was a good movie. I really thought. It's going to be okay. John's going to be all right. What is it with movies? It's That seems to be a trend, or maybe I'm just now noticing it, but so many movies have unsatisfactory endings. Yeah. What is that? I don't You spend know. all this money, all this time, we're going to write yeah. a movie, we're going to cast it, we're going to shoot it, but hey, the ending, eh, just kind of, you know, leave it open-ended and uh, let them figure it out. What is that? It's very, uh, I feel like it's film school. Mm-hmm. Like, look at how this is shot. And and it was shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. It was very artistic and cool. The acting was great. Um, but the story, you're right, story is a, is a hard thing lately to come by. We're talking about the movie John and the Hole. <laughs> That's the title, and we're not kidding. <laughs> John and the Hole. <laughs> that Dave said I would love. No, I didn't say you'd love it. I said you might be into this. Like, I really enjoyed it until the final two minutes. Yeah, no, I could see that, mm-hmm. and it was good. I just, I, I wanted it to have such a better payoff. Mm-hmm. The payoff was like, so many movies don't have a payoff. What is that? I don't is know. that laziness? Um, is that high art? Is it? Oh well, you just don't get it. No. And I understand. You know, some of this stuff. There's, you know, there's implications. Or it's, it's, you know. But should we? Spoiler alert. Should we talk about it? No, I, I don't. Even, I don't get... even think we should say what it's about. Because really? That, well, that's kind of the spoiler. Well, yeah, I mean, people right, can figure it out. It's about an, well, okay, it's about a 13-year-old boy <laughs> named John, and he finds a hole in his backyard. We'll put it that way. Okay, finds a hole in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Now, John is a bit odd. Well, he's a I resonated. gangly, awkward 13-year-old. <laughs> I resonated with John a lot, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means for me. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, what a weirdo, and I'm like, mm, seems normal. <laughs> seems like he's doing what he needs to do to get by. Um... Anyway, guys, so, and then also Dave watched another movie. Oh, I watched another good one last night. I watched these two. Uh, I watched John in the Hole last night along mm-hmm. with this next one, and then I uh, re-watched John in the Hole with you this morning. But, uh, so last night I had a, uh, a double feature of John in the Hole <laughs> and The Death of Dick Long. Okay, and if walk any, me through it. If anybody has seen that movie, you know, uh, again, I can't spoil this one. Uh, they, I really enjoyed this movie. Now... Okay, we know that there's a character named Dick Long, and he dies. Put it that way. It's in the title. Yeah, much it, like the hole in John. Ha- how <laughs> Dick Long died is the uh, is the twist in this. The very uh, bizarre and horrible. If people have seen the movie, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, just a really bizarre way to end your life. Yeah, I don't know. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But I know that... You love a certain genre, mm-hmm. a very specific genre, which is where is this filmed? Mm-hmm. Where is it filmed? The oh the, Alabama, Alabama. I like so I show. like good southern mysteries and southern dramas. And I'll, I'll tell you what, most of the time, um, Hollywood gets the South all wrong. 
There's, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's all the stereotypes and the cliches. And, you know, some of it's truthful. But my point is, um, all the actors in this movie, I don't know that they're Southern, but they all, if they're not, they had great Southern accents. And the nuance of the two main characters, the two dude characters. If people have seen this movie, they know who I'm talking about. But uh, they just nailed the the nuance of like a southern dipshit. Yeah. They're, and my whole act is based off of that. My whole career is based off the nuance of southern dipshittery. But uh, these guys just nail it. They just And I can't even explain, but just little details. All right, for one, I'll tell you, um, and it's not a comedy by any means, but there are some oddly funny moments but uh, both these main characters are uh, obsessed with like late '90s new metal and like active rock, alt rock. Like uh, they're they they have a little dipshit band, little garage band, and they're always playing like they're always talking about Papa Roach and Stained and stuff. So they love that late '90s, early aughts era of like new metal slash modern rock. So there and that's like when I was doing landscaping in in Georgia, there were. I worked with guys that were just stuck like 15 years in the past. They were just obsessed yeah. with that era. Wow. You know, and it's that's such a horrible genre to cling to. Yeah. You know, classic rock is classic for a reason. Classic country. You know, right now I'm into the Grateful Dead. Some of these bands and, and, and musicians are, are timeless, somewhat timeless. That late 90s stuff is not timeless, but they're hanging on to it. Oh, I love that. Like, there's one scene where it's like, yeah, you remember when, or, or something? He's trying to get off work or something. Yeah, I used my, I used my last sick day on Papa Roach. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I worked with this when I was doing landscape and I worked with this guy named John, and he's the guy. He's the, um, the do what now guy. Every and I'm not exaggerating. I prom- I know I exaggerate a lot. I'm not exaggerating. Every single thing I ever said to him or asked of him. Every single, 100% of the time. Every time. Every response was, do what now? <laughs> that was like his little verbal, tr- like <laughs> buying himself a couple seconds to, to process what I had just said. Every time. Hey, John, when you're done with the front, I need you to weed eat the back of the house. Cool. Do what now? When you're done there, weed eat the back. Okay. Hey, John, uh... We're going to cut this yard, and then we'll break for lunch. That cool? Do what now? Oh, my God. We'll do one more yard, and we'll break for lunch. Okay. Like, I had to repeat myself every time. Every wow. time. But he's the guy who's like, uh, real not good at small talk. But I guess there was this band, this uh, early aughts, like, new metal band called Sick Puppies. I remember huh. them vaguely. I think they had a couple of radio hits. But I was like, how was your weekend, John? It's pretty good. Me and Samantha went down to Atlanta and saw Sick Puppies. <laughs> and he's another one. He was like this redneck dude, but he loved Papa Roach and Nickelback and Stained. I love Stained. Stained? What did Stained sing again? It's I been forget. a while. Oh, that it's was, been a while. And now that dipshit yeah. fancies himself as a country musician, and it's some of the worst cliche horseshit radio country you will ever hear in your life. It, it's absolutely horrendous. Really? Yeah, it, it's real bad. It's real bad. I mean... Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis. He was the singer of Stained, and now he's a country star. Well... Even though he's from Boston and has no country sensibility whatsoever, he's <laughs> he's kind of a poser. He's always <laughs> rocking feel, the camo hats. Look, I think if I took my career back in the day, like, let's minus 10, 15 years. If I went into the Nashville scene... Mm-hmm. 
with my rage and craziness, if I came up with like a rebellious rage song, I think I would have been a like Carrie Underwood type. Oh, yeah? You know? Like, I think I would have been good. Yeah. I think that could have been my... Oh, you mean as you, you yourself being yeah. an artist? A, yeah. A musician? Okay. A musician. A I mean, I don't play anything. Mm-hmm. And you but, don't sing. Right. You don't I, well, write songs. First of all, I, I do sing. Thank you. Uh-huh. I was a musical theater minor at a liberal arts university, oh. so no big deal. What was your major, by the way? Great question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Communications. Yeah. I had to think about that. <laughs> and I'm not a good communicator. <laughs> But it was kind of just that, like, uh, drama, theater, That's such communication. a vague. It's so like, vague. What is what job can you get with a communications degree? You'll work at a news station? News, radio? Yeah, radio, uh-huh. news. Um, I was just so scarred and didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. A lot of theology majors where I went, that yeah. meant just, like, God. Yeah. Uh, there was the business school where every Friday they had to wear suits. I uh-huh. shit you not. Wow. Maybe that's my obsession with briefcases and suits. Hmm. Maybe. And then there was the music majors and nursing majors. Oh, the school I went mm-hmm. to. God first indeed. Um, but yeah, anyway, going I'm back sorry. to this yep. movie, uh, <laughs> they nailed the the Southern nuance in the in the death of Dick Long. And it's uh, I like Southern-based uh, dramas and mysteries that are well done, you know? Yeah. And this one's, I, I know it didn't get great reviews. Like some people didn't care for it, but... Uh, these are the kind of movies I like, kind of just set in a weird southern town. I like the small town drama stuff. Oh, we know. And you know? Uh, shout out to Dave Stone for reintroducing me to a movie I have not poo-pooed, but mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't ready for, which small southern town, fried green tomatoes. We watched fried green tomatoes. We had a night. double feature the we, other night. Yeah. We had a steel magnolias first, then fried green tomatoes, yeah. you guys. Fried green tomatoes. Great movie. Both of them. I like both those movies. Both of them are great. Mm-hmm. Drink Your Juice, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Iconic line. Yeah. Wonderful to see a diabetic just start shaking. Mm-hmm. Then we got Fried Green. Secrets in the Sauce. Secrets in the Sauce. Now, Fried Green Tomatoes, mm-hmm. I will give you this, boo. I just thought it was Jessica Tandy acting all crazy. No. And I'm old. Look at me go. But it is empowering it's and beautiful. Movie. It's a, and a feminist movie, of, movie in the, in the uh, late 80s. About friendship and, and perseverance. Mm-hmm. And community? Yeah. Guys, watch Fried Green Tomatoes, and I dare you not to enjoy it. And that, oh, the Whistle Stop Cafe. Real, real good. That's like restaurant porn for me. I love little spots like that. Now, that's a Dave-friendly movie, and that's considered probably a chick flick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I guess so. But if, I, I, I hate that it. word. I've but, always okay. loved it. But what about, was Steel Magnolias a, a Dave, yes, look at this southern town scene? I... I that was my mom's, one of my mom's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, anytime she was watching that, I would always be like, well, let's, I'd rather watch Fried Green Tomatoes. Interesting. Fried Green Tomatoes connected with me more than uh, than uh, Steel Magnolias. Just because I was, I didn't get all the subtext in that. The when girl I, when, stuff? Yeah, when it came out, I was like 11 or 12. You know? Oh, that's hard for a boy. So yeah, I, I thought yeah. it was just a, that's a girl movie. <laughs> But uh, now I, I really appreciate that movie. It's Aww. great. But yeah, between the two, I, I'm more of a fried green tomatoes type of guy. But. Okay, I have a question, and girls are going to understand who's listening. I mean, ladies. I mean, whoever. Um, did you ever watch Little Women? No. Okay, that's no. not your genre. At yeah, all. I think just the title alone scared me off. Yeah, you know, they're little. I don't, little and I don't like women. short people. <laughs> 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 no, but I was just like, eh. 
based on the title alone, this, especially now as, as an adult, you know, sure. But when I was 10, 11, 12, I was like, that's not for me. No yeah, thanks. that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what that movie's about. Oh, well, it's about sisterhood and okay. imagination and mm-hmm. love that perseveres all, but no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> I was obsessed with that. But spoiler alert, there is a sad part. And so, yeah, oh. I, you know, I can't really watch certain movies. Well, you avoided fried green tomatoes because you knew there was, uh, you know, some death involved, but yet you were like... Hey, let's watch Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias, I knew what death was coming. Uh-huh. And I will say for Steel Magnolias, I love you, girls. I love you. Weezer might be my favorite character. Yeah, and that's she, my life goal to be like that. But I I think it was a little melodramatic yeah. with my Julia. I uh-huh. love Julia. Yeah. We loved her in Runaway Bride. Mm-hmm. But man, uh, a little bit too much melodrama, even for me, so I could kind of go into cartoonish land and make yeah. fun of it. Yeah. And as much as I love Dolly Parton, like she's not a great actor. Well, she, yeah. well, well, because she Dolly is so iconic that even when, when she's acting, I'm just like, well, that's that's Dolly Parton. Yeah, I feel that way about certain actors. I love Paul Giamatti. Yeah, but I'm always like, that's that's Paul Giamatti. I never Bradley Cooper. You know, well, no, he's actually good. <laughs> but there are certain actors where I'm like, I, I just always see the real person. Yeah. And Dolly, I mean, you know, she's not a trained actress, you know. And she She's not bad, but... Well, she's just, very like, hey, I got something to say. I'm sassy. Bye. Yeah, and it just... And I don't know anything about acting, but yeah. it just feels like you can see in her gears turning of like, I'm just reciting the lines that I learned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just isn't deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it's like, that's Dolly. Listen, we know Fried Green Tomatoes is probably a much better film, boo. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I think that's a great movie still. Magnolia. I'm just proud of you for expanding your horizons yeah. and watching that. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching John in the Hole. Well, <laughs> I'll never know what John in the Hole And if anybody's is. seen this movie, what the hell is going on with the other little story? Two scenes. Two, two or, scenes. Two or three little scenes. Two scenes. And I get, I, I caught the part where she's, they're framing the main story inside of this story. Yeah. But then what happens to that second story? Like, what? where's the mom going? What well, is this? It's two, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, this is so blunt and blatant, mm-hmm. this scene, but what are they trying to say? Yeah. Is there a hidden meaning behind the blunt and the weirdness yeah. or... Yeah, guys, I don't friggin' know. Run. Did you take any film classes in, in college? <laughs> I, I did. I took one, and yeah. I got scared away. I literally, after two weeks, I was like, bye. See, I'd like to take a film <laughs> class just because I enjoy... Well, that's the other thing. I, I, I think I like... Do I not like movies, or do most movies just suck? Lately, post-COVID, I think a lot of movies are in a slump because mm. I think... From from my perspective, what? Sure. <laughs> you just saw the uh, the meds haven't kicked in yet. Um, from my perspective, it feels like since COVID, directors are like, okay, this can only be seen in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then they just go artistically crazy and are like, please keep going to movies. Or perhaps it's like, let's do more simple stuff, which is like filmed with COVID restrictions Mm -hmm. and whatnot, and you can only do so much. 
That's why there's a lot of like desert island type yeah. movies or yeah you could tell which or, <laughs> movies were filmed during covid yeah. there's so like I, five characters i don't know i think that might be a reason but also we're running out of stories are oh, we hey, just Harvey. Headbutted headbutted way. Headbutted. he wants to talk about charles y'all talking movies <laughs> i like scooby-doo he loves scooby-doo what's up buddy well, Boo, listen, we have things to talk about. How are you, Boo? I, well, I'm a bit miffed. You're a bit miffed? I'm miffed. Want to know why? <laughs> sure. Because I didn't know it was already award season, mm-hmm. and I understand I live in my own selfish world. Yeah. Now, it is hard for me to dig out sometimes. However, on a Tuesday night, about a week ago... Mm-hmm was an awards show that I'm fond of, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's called the Golden Globe Awards. Mm-hmm. Now, did I know about this, Boo? No. Don't all the shows usually come on like Sunday night? Yes, it should be Sunday. Now they're doing Tuesdays. That really threw me off. I wonder, I oh, I wonder the... if it had something to do with football. Like because of... Really? But, but football, you know, they've never had that conflict no. before. Sundays, you go on Sunday, you go, you you stalk the stars, and then Monday you talk about it. It's mm-hmm. water cooler talk, but mm-hmm. now we're talking about it a week later because last week we didn't have an episode. Yeah. Also, no, we had an you, episode last week. Oh, we did, but, but it's just the timeline. <laughs> this happened after right. we recorded. Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> Words. <laughs> I am mad, boo. Okay, uh-huh. but I wanted to go over highlights. Okay. Okay. And so you watch this every year religiously? Yes. But yet this year you didn't even also caught you off guard. Caught me off guard. Uh-huh. Didn't know. Usually there's a big buildup. I feel like there's more signs around the city. Uh-huh. We live in the city of Hollywood. Uh-huh. Why wasn't there signs reminding me? I mean, glass onions every other friggin' billboard, but yeah. and friggin' tar. Don't get me started. Guys, I have so many thoughts. Okay. So, it didn't air last year, mm-hmm. the Golden Globes. Oh, did it not? No, because of the racism. Because there was not a single African-American person on... HFPA, which is the... Hollywood Foreign Press? Yeah, Mm -hmm. get it, boo. I'm proud of you. So anyway, Jared Carmichael was the host. Gerard. Gerard. Uh Gerard. Gerard. (laughs) Gerard. (laughs) I'm dyslexic. I know Gerard. He's Really? uh, Yeah, we used to do a lot of shows together. Oh, wow. He's he's a good dude. Well, yeah. He um, He sits on the stool a little too much, but other than that, he's a good dude. Yeah, he was very... He's one um, of those stool-sitting comics, which, come on. You don't like the I, I got hard opinions you about don't. that, but that's all right. You don't. Um, well, anyway, he he hosted. I feel like he did a good job. Twitter really enjoyed his opening monologue, which he just says, I'm hosting because I'm black. Um, and he's just, you know, referencing last year. And also, he said, did not have a single black member until George Floyd died, Carmichael said. so Is that true? The yeah. Hollywood Foreign Press had no black nope. people? What even is that? So it's it's just a bunch of old, now apparently white people that uh, get to get together and decide who wins what. But what's the what's the meaning behind foreign press? I think it's like around the world. Is it global? I don't know. I did not research that. I mean, I know what foreign <laughs> means. <laughs> but the Hollywood. Foreign, see, that's... Yeah. Really, yeah. Listen, yeah. I don't know your answer. Okay. I am sorry, okay? Yeah, that's all right. Carry but on. yeah. All right. So, listen, Brendan Fraser, guess what? Didn't didn't show up. No? Nope. You want to know why? He couldn't get out of his house? Nope. he's too fat? 
Nope. No. Oh, that's he was he yeah. was nominated for best actor in the motion picture The Whale, uh-huh. where it's he plays a six hundred pound man. Uh-huh. Um, it's but, a little on the nose, don't you think? The whale. <laughs> Why not just call it fatty? <laughs> Fat with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> The whale? I mean, I remember Blood the whale butt. growing up, which was called What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And yeah. that was a shockingly yeah. hard tale to watch. So apparently he's really great in this, but he doesn't go to the Golden Globes because he was groped in 2003 by Philip Burke, a former president of the group behind the show. He was groped? Yep. Pledged never to return to the event after he alleged he was groped in 2003 by Philip Burke, a former president. President mm-hmm. of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So he wasn't there. Nope. 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 But anyway, on the happy side. I wonder what the grope was. Did I know. Me too. Grab his package or smack him on the ass. What do you do? I don't know. A grope is a big umbrella. Yeah. What are we doing with the grope? Yeah. How violent was it? It'd be a lot of different things. Listen, maybe he just passed him. <laughs> I love how healthy. Like, oh, don't worry about sexual assault. Just show up so I can look at you. <laughs> anyway. Kidding, guys. Um, your little Irish film won, boo. Oh, yeah? The Banshees of Inrushin. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. Took home the award for best picture, Ooh. musical or comedy. Oh, boy. It was the most nominated film in the Clubs. Okay. Oh, sorry. Harvey, come on, Harvey bud. doesn't even like that. Harvey. Um, Get him down, buddy. So it was super nominated. You liked it. I loved it. I thought it was great. You watched it how many times now? Uh, only twice. Well, uh, he I'm, owns it, guys. Yeah, I bought it. So I want, I'm going to watch it whenever I want. Because you got Apple TV, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Steel, Steven Spielberg won Ugh. Best Motion Picture Drama, The Fablemans, which... See, again... The, I know. That could have been great. I know. I know. Could have. Could have, would have, should have. My parents. Now... <laughs> my mom listen we Let's we had a fight. lot of great moments mm-hmm. of course uh the white lotus mm-hmm. uh we got the beautiful jennifer coolidge that won so golden globes is movies and television yeah it's everything unlike the oscars it's just oscars movies. is just movies emmys is just television okay. but golden globes is both mm-hmm. and as a person who loves to watch both why not put it all in one as an adhd Love. Like, I love it. They get to get drunk. They're all shit-tanked. Um, I'm just impressed. Here's a question. Oh, yes. Do the Golden Globes have a category for uh, comedy movies? Yes. They do? They do. Why don't the Oscars have a And com- that's that's who took home. Your comedy movie was the Banshees of Inertion or whatever. In a Sharon. Yeah. I always was confused why the... Uh, why Oscars didn't do that? Like they, some of these art house films are just so pretentious and precious, but like a good comedy is a hard thing to do well. Yeah. Uh, why not reward the very few great comedy films out there? Well, that's what the Golden Globes does. And bro. see, even that, I don't think Banshees of Inisherin. And I mean, there were funny moments, and you could maybe toss it into that dark comedy category, but it that's not a traditional comedy. You know? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. You're right. It's it's a little more drama. I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. I interrupted. Go ahead. No, but no, you're just, fine. As a comedian, I'm always annoyed that uh, comedy doesn't get its due. 
Well, the Abbott Elementary won for Best Comedy TV Series. I still series. haven't seen that. I Me either. I hear it's really good. I'm so uh, hesitant with network stuff. Why? Just because it's Mike and Molly such broad appeal. You. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just watered down. I'm not saying Abbott Elementary. I'm just saying that's why I haven't watched it. I'm just, anything on network primetime, I'm just like, it can't be that good. Yeah. Well, that one show with Patton was good. Yeah, I liked AP that. Bio. I AP enjoyed Bio that. was great. But even that, think how much better it could have been if it was on HBO or something. That's just, true. There's too many restrictions with mainstream network stuff. That's true, boo. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what won Best Drama Television Series? Best Drama And tele- this is something I don't know if you'll get. I just don't know. It's a, it's a genre you do not give an F about. You do not care about this. I'll give you five seconds. No four, idea. three. Uh, House of the Dragon won the Golden Globes for best drama television series. I don't even know what that is. That's the dragon thing on Amazon. House of Dragon. Oh, it's like, a, like is the, that a Lord of the Rings spinoff? Yeah, or something? it's like a spinoff. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's into this right now is like throwing <laughs> cement at walls. Sci-fi fantasy stuff. It's hard. Me. It was very hard, mm-hmm. very hard. And then Eddie Murphy got a special award, mm-hmm. and he was honored. And I got to tell you, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's speech, what, what's going on with speeches? Yeah, I don't know. Make it fun. Make it like a monologue, right? Or make mm-hmm. it like a, a set. Why are we... Yeah, I remember there was a big buildup with a lame joke punchline. It was uh, Chris Rock, the slap. It was, oh, yeah. never do this. Yeah, hey. Never slap people. Here's a thing that happened a year ago. Yeah, it was... It was just kind of <laughs> off and weird. So that that is my Golden Globe wrap up, mm-hmm. guys. I'm gonna be doing some ADHD wrap ups. Okay. I think this is fun. Yeah. Let's do this some more. Don't you think this is a fun little segment? Uh, the Golden Globes. Yeah. I mean, but I can't do it every week. Yeah, it only happens once a year. <laughs> well, next year, get ready, everybody. <laughs> Did any of your shows or movies win anything? <clears throat> um, Are you following any of the current shows or anything? Um, I love how you're asking me that, mm-hmm. and you're correct. I am. I am. I'm keeping abreast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. abreast of the situation. Sure. Um, here's the thing. I do have a little nitpick. Okay. Uh, from the awards. Sure. This this seems odd, but I'm concerned about Brad Pitt's mother now. This is a specific is something wrong with her. Worry. She's sick. No. Here's the thing. She made that man, right? Mm -hmm. That woman spent her days probably working multiple jobs, trying to get this kid some headshots, you know, getting him out there, doing doing all the stuff that he needs to do. Uh And and he's sitting in the front row of the Golden Globes. Every single presenter says something about his looks, right? Uh Something about his looks. He's just smiling. But guess who's next to him? His beautiful mother. No one engaged with the mother. I want to know more about Brad Pitt's mom, okay? Listen, she's probably got a lot of stories. What Did did she go to the wedding with Angelina Jolie? There's so much tea I want to know about Brad Pitt. Was she a Jen Aniston fan? Are they still married, Brad and Angelina? No, they're long gone, Oh, Are they? Yeah. I can't keep up. I mean, he has ADHD. I think he has a lot of demons. Are they divorced? Uh, Yeah, dude. They're divorced. There's a big old... I think there was a battle. Unclear. Anyway. Where's he from? I don't know. I didn't do much. <laughs> but anyway, he's from Springfield, Missouri. Oh, middle. I spent a week there one time. Okay, explain to me how it was because this will give us an insight to his mom. Eh, I mean, it's just 
not great, not bad. Just, eh, just middle America. Middle America. I mean, it's a decent sized little town. It's not like the middle of nowhere. So he, so he is in the middle of America, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? His mom probably working her butt off, being like, you know what? My kid wants to be a star. We got to move to the H Wood. Mm-hmm. You know, is that so what she, people call. Yeah, so she she packs up the freaking minivan or the station wagon, probably station wagon back in that day. They haul their ass to Hwood. By the way, this is allegedly, I do not know if this is true, but I'm assuming. And then let's let's go 20, 30 years down the road because he's in his 50s, right? Uh, let's see. When was he born? Uh, born in 63. Okay, so he's so born. You, that would make him, uh, yeah, 50, uh, no, uh. I can't do math. Me yeah, either. he's 60. Six? He, well, Brad he's 59 Pitt right now. He's 60. He'll be 60 in December. Okay, so his mom is just as gorgeous. She looks very young. Let me tell you, the jeans. Mm-hmm. Where did we get these jeans? Mm-hmm. What did they eat growing up? I need to know the facts. Yeah. And no one really gave Brad Pitt's mom, you know, the time of day. They just yeah. kept talking about Brad Pitt's looks. That's just easy picking fruit. Yeah. You know, let, let's go into it. Yeah. I would be a great presenter, except I feel like they might, like, pull the plug on me, mic-wise, because uh-huh. I go on tangents. Yeah. But I feel like I'd be good. You'd be good at I'd presenting? be good, yeah. What was Anna Gasteyer and Nicole Byer doing? I don't know. they were know. presenting. I, it, was, it was, I think, a bit about being awkward, right, at award shows. I guess. It was awkward. How about you just be yourself and be funny? Yeah, I miss yeah. I miss the olden days. Seems hard to do these days. I know yeah. it's very odd, but um, I have to tell you that my favorite moment, absolute favorite, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, I love her. Accepting it and and just talking about how great Mike who what? Mike White Mike White mm-hmm. the creator of White Lotus is, and I want to go ahead and say I love Mike White so much because when he won, he was. Yeah. Shit tanks. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was slammered. Like he did not think he was gonna win, so he has just red face, half his eyes are closed. So it is just sort of everything. Mm-hmm. And I suggest you guys just check it out. Just YouTube it, dude, because it's it's a delight. Yeah, he's uh he's really um, blown up with White Lotus. Well, he's created a show where he appreciates comedic talent, mm-hmm. and you could tell he did uh, School of Rock. Oh, Which that makes sense. Normally, I don't care for movies involving children, but yeah. uh, that, that was a good one. Yes. I like Jack Black. Me too. You know, I had the biggest crush on him. Really? Yeah. He seems like a nice dude. He does. And I had a huge crush on Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right on. They're no you, though, boo. That's right. They're no I used to get you. Mis- people used to, oh, God, when, when The Hangover <laughs> oh, came no. out. Oh, no. Boo, t- you do. You look <laughs> like... I- I mean, I, I never thought I looked that much like him. I, I look more like him now that my hair's longer. But uh, I'd only been in L.A. like two months. And I right up here, not far from where we live, uh, there was a um, ramen restaurant right on Sunset. And me and a buddy uh, met up there and ate lunch. And when we were leaving, like the owner was this old Asian dude. And I'm not going to do his accent, but he just kept, it was a lot of broken English, but he kept pointing to me and said, I can't. I'm not going to do that, but a very uh, rough, broken sure. uh, pronunciation of hangover. He kept saying hangover, hangover, and we were like, what? And then my buddy's like, he thinks you're Zach Galifianakis. And he wanted to get his picture made with me, and I, I, I got my picture made with him. Oh, the whole time he thought I was Zach Galifianakis. You- <laughs> 
Like, sure, yeah, yeah, I'm, I was in the hangover. How about we get that meal, how about we get that bill taken care of, no? That's amazing. But yeah, I used to get that all the time. Oh, you look like God from my... Now, I never, for some reason, because I was a fan of Zach way before that, I was a fan of his stand-up, I never got annoyed when someone said, hey, you look like Zach Galifianakis. You never got annoyed of that. I got annoyed at, you look like the guy from The Hangover. Oh. Like, come on. I don't know why that annoyed me, but like, if you knew who Zach Galifianakis was... And you could pronounce his name properly. For some reason, it didn't bother me. But just, you look like a guy from a hangover. Holy shit, I'm a chubby guy with a beard. How about that? I have a question. Mm-hmm. When did you ever lose it? Like, were you having a bad day and then somebody said that to you and you were like, Gah! like, just lost it? I used to get that. Uh, I never lost it, but I, I would get most annoyed uh, after shows. People would come up to me and not, hey, you were really funny. Hey, I enjoyed the show. Hey, you look like God from a hangover. Well, that's what you took away from my comedy show. Thanks. And then they would just leave? Yeah, yeah thanks, man. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, right on. Glad you enjoyed the show. I got, I remember I took this character workshop mm-hmm. class, and they told me what celebrities I looked like, mm-hmm. and I hated this day because I was self-conscious, and I have my side mouth. I talk with a little side mouth. Ah, I think it's cute. So I got Busy Phillips. Okay. I got Progressive Flow, even though I have blonde hair. I could see that a little bit. And I also got Tori Spelling, which made Never, me seem... See well, I took the skinniness as a good thing, but like other than that... Mom thinks she looked like Lisa Kudrow. Lisa? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But she doesn't say Lisa Kudrow. She says that blonde lady from Friends. Oh, I love Nancy. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Nancy. There's a girl in the commercial right now who you look very similar to. Really? Is I, it I, a mom that's losing her mind? No, or? they played a lot during college football games because one of the actors is wearing a UGA shirt, but it's like some sort of NCAA or some connect. But it's a gal. There, it's these athletes uh, kind of in a training room, and there's a guy who kind of looks Hawaiian or Samoan or something, and then there's a gal in the uh, ice bath or hot tub. Some sort of bath. Okay. And she, she very much reminds me of you. Interesting. Similar eyes. Anyway. Wow. Sorry to interrupt. It's but, okay. Yeah. But this, So I thought it was brilliant. So you had to act like one of the celebrities mm-hmm. and also Drew Barrymore. I don't know if I already yeah. said that. Yeah, I, I see that. Oh, yeah. So I um, have what I took away from that character workshop for four weeks every Sunday at IO Theater in a black box with other actors who hated themselves was my Drew Barrymore impression. Are you ready to hear it? Okay. Okay. You don't really do impressions. I know. No, but this is good. Okay. Okay, here we go. Everything's so magical. Is that good? I guess. Yeah? Yeah? That's pretty good. I know. It's pretty good. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Katie Schramberg, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I win. I'm a winner. What's wrong? Ew. But also, there was the Critic Choice Awards, boo. The Critics Choice Awards. Now this now, is like okay. So this is the critics. Uh-huh. They choose who gets an award. Interesting. <laughs> critics Choice Award. Uh-huh. It's their choice. <laughs> and Brendan Fraser did win and showed up and picked up his best actor. We should watch that. The Whale. I've heard some people say it's great, and I've heard other people say that it's terrible. Well, he seems to be going through a lot because mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser. Had one of the most amazing, profound speeches. What did he say? He was basically like, hey, don't give up. 
I was in a dark place. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Hmm. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell of a speech. Um, am I not, am I misremembering or did he have a huge gap in his career? Totally. Total huge like gap. Like he was big in Total, the 90s. Yep. And then yep. it seems like he went away for like 15 years. Yep. Or was uh, he just doing indie stuff? Well, he got to give a televised acceptance speech. Um, this is Frazier's first significant victory in mm-hmm. awards season after Colin Firth was a dominant for... Uh, la, la, la. I don't know. It's been a long time since he's gotten anything. You're right. How sad. Colin Firth. If ever there was a need for a stage name. Colin Firth. Firth, Firth. just sounds like a skin condition. It does. Uh, it does. I can't get in the pool. I've got <laughs> My Firth is inflamed. The fuck's a Firth? It sounds like well, Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and Colin Firth, Firth. Are, are the hardest things for me to. I mean, I I can't grasp it. I can't. What do you mean? You get them confused? Yeah, I get them confused oh, really? a lot. I get them confused a lot, especially like stage right, stage left. I uh-huh. get that confused a lot because that's opposite. So you're just. Well, that pertains to the point of view of the person on stage. Correct? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's not very hard. Well, no, because but if you're on stage. Uh-huh. Right? Okay, hold on. If you're on stage, on stage looking out at the crowd, yes. stage right would be to your right. No. That's stage what I just right asked. Is, I'm sorry. Okay, I so wasn't not fully that. listening. It's not that. No, it's opposite. Oh, okay. So when you're on stage and they're like, stage left. That's don't... your right. Yeah, that's... So the left and right is from the perspective of the of audience the audience. Member. Okay. Yes. Interesting. It yeah. seems like it would be... Yeah. It should be uh, the performer's perspective. Well, yeah. Tell that to... My drama teacher in seventh grade, when they were like, right, right. And I was like, I am on the right. You're on the right. (laughs) That was a big high school football thing. Um, You're on the left. Oh. You high school football players, that was a whole genre of people that I just was like, nope. A fun joke we used to play in baseball would be like uh, if someone was new to the sport or hadn't played much, and obviously they can't hit very well if you don't have a lot of experience, it'd be like, oh, man, that's that's just because you're using the wrong bat. You're using a left-handed bat. You need to get a right-handed bat. <laughs> I hate you because... Which makes sense with gloves, it's... <laughs> but not with bats. Bats are universal. I... I... <laughs> I, I trick so many kids like, oh, really? Yeah, go get a left-handed bat. I hate you because you tricked me. Because I was one of those kids. I was. I was one of those kids, boo. Okay. Oh, hey, guess so, what? Yeah. I found out what Bre- uh, Brendan Fraser, what's going on with him. Okay. Okay, so this was his speech. I was in the wilderness, and I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs, said the star, who fell on hard times after a leading man era that included the mummy, George of the Jungle. But like his character in The Whale, who struggled with his weight and self-worth, Fraser noted, if you, too, can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light, good things will happen. That's encouraging. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Like, get up outside, maybe, you go know. Get some sunshine. <laughs> walk around. <laughs> it's he did. He did get large because he was in Fargo. The last season of Fargo, wasn't he? And we all, we it? were like, whoa, big oh, Brendan right. Fraser. Season four. Yeah. yeah. And and I thought he did great, mm-hmm. but apparently he was in a dark place. Hmm. Guess what? Hired a trainer, you know, talked about his weight struggles, and now he's a winner. How about that? Isn't Hollywood grand? <laughs> and, um, you know, um, 
Kate Blanchett one for the Smash Hit movie Tar. And that's all I have to say about Tar mm-hmm. because I don't want to talk for an hour. I need to rewatch that one because that one did not hit the target with me. Guys, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I bought Tar. And now I own it and it's haunting me. <laughs> and she's winning Best Actress. I mean, I love Kate Blanchett. Okay, let's not get into it. Anyway. Guys, that's my awards show recap. Boo, we had some special features we wanted to do today, but we may not have time to get to all of them. Oh. Uh, do you want to do next, you want to do Katie's mental health moment? Or do you want to do um, Stoned Amazon? It's a new feature we have called Katie's Stoned Amazon. I think we got to get into Stoned Amazon because uh-huh. I feel like I was a little too wordy mm-hmm. with my my critics choice That's and right. golden globies mm-hmm. so yeah let, let's get into stone to amazon okay. um what's uh so to set this up mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it's you sound so disappointed no, no no i'm not disappointed i'm trying to okay see traditionally i thought i pegged you as a as a gal who loves to go out and shop okay and Am I right or wrong? Well, my point is, I always thought you loved to go out and shop. Right. But uh, here, Which I do. the last year or two, you've been a, a big fan of the online commerce. Mm-hmm. Well. And now you have a <laughs> habit. Uh, we both have been trying to cut back a little bit on our uh, weed intake. And my, uh, <laughs> my personal little um, parameters sure. is uh, kind of like <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's character in Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, sm- I smoke weed at night when I'm done with all my business. Right. So I, I like to get high at the end of the day okay. when I know that I have no more obligations or responsibilities. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we've both been trying to kind of push that towards later in the day. Yeah. And, uh, and you've been doing that as well, but the problem <laughs> there now is you get really high. Uh-huh. And you open up the laptop. Absolutely. And you pull out the credit card. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, it's already on... Two or three days yeah. later, you get packages and you're like, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I don't remember it. And also, fun fact, I'm so lazy that I do not like to return things. So mm-hmm. I will find a reason... You re-gift. And place and or re-gift to uh, people. I guess it's just... Unknowingly. Gift. <laughs> um, Yeah. I think I have a problem uh-huh. for sure. I would like to say I do like to go to the mall still. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a tactile person. Yeah. So when I'm in the mall, it is my time to shine. Yeah. Though. I understand. I know where I'm going. It's like me at the buffet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. After Christmas, great time to go to World Market. There are just certain places I know where to go. Mm-hmm. Now, Amazon. What's your favorite mall, by the way? Where do you go? Okay. So right now. I, my bougie mall, uh-huh. which is where I look and I don't get to go inside certain stores because I'm scared, uh-huh. is the Beverly Center. The Beverly Center. But I got to tell you, third floor, the Beverly Center, we got Forever 21. We got uh-huh. H&M. All the like cheapy stores are on the third floor. Oh, okay. And they are fabulous because no one goes in there. Okay. And it is just empty and fun. Huh. That's where I got my Rascal Flats t-shirt. Yeah. That you love. Oh, boy. Yikes. Okay, so what I... Maybe my number one most hated country band. That's... Really? They are the worst. Don't they do the... uh, What songs do they do? They're the worst. They're from 90s, right? 90s, 2000s. Yeah, I mean... Frosted tip. Yeah. Fucking pre-ripped jean posers. Yeah, I loved it. It was fun. You look cute in the shirt. Thank you. 
thank you so much. But my favorite mall, I would say, ooh, that's a real Sophie's choice. You got to go to Brea Mall, which is in Brea, California. Mm-hmm. Also, South Coast Plaza early, not bad, mm-hmm. but you got to be careful of parking. You know, it's like Sophie's choice. I can't choose. Okay. I just can't choose. Come on. But you still like a traditional mall. I do. I do. I like an indoor. I don't like an outdoor mall because I don't like outside. I go to the Burbank Mall just because it's less hectic. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. The Macy's there. Legit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they have a trampoline in the middle of that mall. And guess who's <sighs> drunkenly done that? This girl! We were talking about that. Uh, if we ever get uh, an actual home with uh, <laughs> a little bit of land, uh, I want to get a full-size trampoline. I do, too. And how funny would it be? To be <laughs> like, oh, so children live in that house? No. Nope. Nope. Just two adults, no kids, yep. one trampoline. Yeah. Would you do a sunken trampoline? Sure. See, I don't know if I would, because mm-hmm. I'm used to just climbing up there. Yeah. You need the rickety climb up to keep you humble. Okay. And then you need to just kind of bounce. And then what's fun, too, is bouncing so you could almost hit the ground. Yeah. That was always a good get. Yeah. But if you're in the ground, well, what, what's going on there? No, I think it's like an, think of it as like a, a above ground pool is your traditional trampoline. Okay. But the sunken trampoline is like a regular in the ground pool. So underneath is the nothing. sunken is yeah. nothing for a while. Or else it wouldn't be a trampoline. That's true. It would just be a walking area. <laughs> You'd be walking on the ground on on the canvas mat of the trampoline. Guys, I, I'm really sorry. I'm the a. The physics behind it I'm, requires that there be a hole underneath, right? I need to do better. That's all I right. I've been sick. Yeah. So there. You, you, yeah, really you have, have had a rough sick. week. <laughs> we won't go into all that. Uh, also, my dad died last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not last, but oh man, can't use that anymore. So what'd you get on Amazon? Stone. What were your stoned Amazon purchases this week, Katie? Okay, so I got what was told to me was a chicken. Mm-hmm. Now it's a live a, chicken. No. No. Okay, so there there are certain Amazon parts where you're like, oh, more like this. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a section where you're like, hey, I'm weirdly looking at stuffed animals right now. And then there's more like this or customers also viewed. Yeah. Now that is my jam because uh-huh. I'm like, ooh, let me, let me go down these aisles that I've never gone down before and cut two Japanese plushies. Okay. Now- I've never been a plushie fan because uh-huh. I always thought it was for little kids. Plushie meaning like a stuffed animal? Yeah, but okay. it's like more than that. Oh, okay. How so? How so? Well, plushies are softer okay. than regular stuffed animals. Uh-huh. They are pillows slash stuffed animals. So they, okay. they have two purposes, uh-huh. as you could see. And uh, What do you got? You're sitting on right now. Okay, <laughs> got, so. That's so funny. Not... I just noticed <laughs> you've got two different plushies right here, neither of which are the one that you're talking about right now. All right, so I purchased three plushies, you okay. guys. One I thought would be a fun gift, but you told me that my nephew probably wouldn't dig it, which is the French bread. Now, this plushie... Well, he's an 18-year-old boy. Yeah. How funny is it, though, get to get a plushie? A <laughs> pillow that looks like a baguette. Yeah, it's about six feet. Uh-huh. Looks like a baguette. Soft as hell. It's not six feet. It is it's, six feet. Is it really? Four. Hold it up. I don't want to. It's behind my back right okay. now. I'm comfy. You don't want to be proven wrong. It's not even four feet. Deflection. It's true. Okay, three and a half, maybe four. Maybe four. It doesn't matter. All right, so we got the life-size French baguette, okay, Mm -hmm. as a plushie. As a plushie. Then we got a medium-size one, which Uh um, I also like to say that when I am high on marijuana, um, (laughs) I do not look 
well, okay, this is just in life. I don't look at the fine print of oh, anything. Yeah, I, have I do not so look many, at so uh, <laughs> missized purchases. A lot of missizing. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks so different on Amazon. Got to read the dimensions. Yeah, I don't want to. I made that. They mistake make that the hard. They make that hard. By the way, you have to click on that arrow yeah. to go lower. Like details about this product. Uh-huh. That's hard to find. Yeah, they do it on purpose. So. I got a plushie that looks like a piece of toast, but it's a cartoon toast, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty cute. I thought it was the size of a toast, like a regular toast, but this is larger. It's about two feet. Yeah, it's about two feet by two feet. It has a little smile. They also had a burnt toast, which had a frown, but I got the smile. Okay. And then we got the chicken. Now, the chicken is a little odd, Uh okay? Guys, the chicken looks like an avocado, but it's a chicken, and it's white and has little legs and tiny little arms it kind of looks like a easter egg <laughs> it looks like an easter egg and bugged out eyes mm-hmm. it's terrifying i was going to send it to a friend but i thought it would might be offensive now was this be. an impulse purchase or did you get on your laptop looking for a plushy chicken no you never see these purchases boo are me expanding my horizons that's what it is i'm going in thinking hey how can i alleviate some of my neurodiversity uh-huh mm-hmm. there you go that's the words i'm gonna use to right justify on. my gross actions so yeah now we got plushies which mm-hmm. in the bed is fun because now you have different pillows to choose from mm-hmm. we have quite a lot of pillows pillows in the bed i have a hoarding problem with pillows and containers so (laughs) we have a surplus of pillows but yeah so i guess the chicken plushie Uh might be the weirdest thing i've bought high on amazon how much did that cost the plushie yeah that got amazing reviews for Uh people with neurodivergence can i guess sure it's little it's little you guys surely didn't pay more than twenty dollars for that no i didn't okay how much it goes? We're in the 12s. Oh, okay. But it did that thing where I think it's an Amazon trick where they cross out the thing and it's a new price and mm-hmm. they're like 15% off. And I fall for it every time because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it used to be this. Yeah. And now it's this. That's like at Wendy's. What a deal. At Wendy's when you go through the drive-thru. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, I don't know if it's Wendy's, maybe it's Burger King, but uh, one of them does this technique. The combo meal. As advertised, the price on the board is for the, you get a small fry and a small drink. And let's just say for simple math, eight bucks. Okay. You know, you get the burger, you get a small fry, small drink. But what they do is when I say, hey, I'll take the number two combo. Yeah. They go, you want that medium or large? Implying that those are the only two options. Oh. And I go, well, let me get the medium. And then the medium is, you know, eight seventy five. Oh. But the way, you see what I'm saying? They, they go, do you want that medium or large? Not, do you want to upgrade to medium or large? Or not, hey, do you want that small, medium, or large? They just go, hey, you want that medium or large? Brilliant. I'm like, I'm like well, I don't want to be upsold, so let me get the medium. Ooh. And little do I know I'm still being upsold. Ooh. Because it comes with a small. Tricky. No, I've bastards. never, again, fine print. Those bastards. When people give me, like, options i trust them like mm-hmm. okay well i guess just medium and large is it so yeah. let's go big let's go large and i guarantee you that's on on purpose i guarantee oh. you they train their staff to present it that way i love our conspiracy theories mm-hmm. mine is brad pitt's mom wants to kill his her son mm-hmm. and yours is wendy's yeah. <laughs> is trying to upsell yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch them yeah you really do mm-hmm. 
Listen, Wendy's is my favorite, especially their chili. Let's not get into a fight about that. Let's not. Let's not. It's okay. Just let it go. You like Wendy's chili. I love Wendy's chili. Oh, you can add onions and and uh, sour cream. Holy shit! And <laughs> cheddar, and they do it for you, which is a big get because mm-hmm. you know I don't like to. You ever had my chili? Yes, it's amazing and wonderful and way better. But I'm just saying, on the ready, we got Wendy's chili. Hmm. So they it's just the, always there. The the beef in the Wendy's chili is all the old hamburger patties that didn't sell the day before. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. My mom used to make hamburger stroganoff out of, I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. with cream of mushroom soup and some noodles, boom, delish. Speaking of which, who's been crushing it? Okay, who's I got to tell you, it? it's like you're trying to win a bet. I mm-hmm. don't understand your your culinary uh, tools, using them every day. Killing the game. You really are. What do we have last night? I mean, pork chops. Not just pork chops. Oh. We had tomahawk pork chops. Uh, yeah. So bigger. Is that just bigger? Well, it comes with a big bone. Yeah. And Charlie's not liking it. Jerk pork chops. Yeah. And mashed sweet potatoes. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Cooking all kind of stuff. Like oh, that. and and just out of it's in care and love. I mean, I really. I think he's about to leave me or something, guys. <laughs> well, I don't trust this kindness. No, I've just been real hungry. <laughs> Boo, do you have any word of mouth? I do have word of mouth this week. Uh, like I mentioned last week, uh, the holiday season was a very fertile music period for me. Yeah. And I've been really uh, listening to a lot of great music. Um, I'm ashamed that I was unfamiliar with this young lady up until recently. But uh, I am a new fan of Valerie June. Valerie June, uh, spelled like the month, J-U-N-E. Um, I don't know how to describe her. I mean, so many artists in the roots genre. Or, you know, it's a little bit country. It's a little bit R&B. It's a little bit soul. But it really is. She's, I think, equal parts like folk, soul, blues, and country. Wow. Uh, she's a Memphis gal. Which are right there. I, I, I like Southern artists. Well, yeah. Um, got several albums out. The one that I'm obsessed with right now is like 10 years old. It's called Pushing Against a Stone. And um, just just great. All the songs are kind of mid-tempo. she got a beautiful voice. You know, little guitar. This, this I think this album was produced by one of the guys in the Black Keys. So it's got a little bit of a blues rock vibe to it. But, uh, yeah, and she's got several albums out. But uh, Valerie June, uh, she's a badass. And this this is one of those albums where every single song I like. Like, even some of my favorite artists, rarely do you find a a studio album where you like all 12 or 13, 15 songs, whatever. There's always a couple that I kind of skip through. Every single song on this album, uh, Pushing Against a Stone, Valerie June. Fantastic. Wow. So if you and like what a great name, yeah, Valerie, Valerie June. June. Uh, if you like a, a little bit of soul, a little bit of folky acoustic guitar, a little bit of blues stuff, all and kind it's of happy and fun. Yeah, it yeah. seems like and calming. It's yeah, it's very, very calming. calming. It's very calming without being boring. Yes, which is hard to do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, oh. that's my word of mouth, Valerie June. I'll, I'll Valerie. I said Valerie of June. Uh, I'll play some here at the end of the show. But yeah, I have a little bit of a word of mouth. Sure. Um, heating pads. Listen. Mm-hmm. Dave, you got me a heating pad yesterday yeah. that's changed the game. Did you notice what I did yesterday, too? No. You said, you know, I was going to go do my workout at the yeah. park. I've been working out in the park. 
Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Won't won't rehash the story where I got accosted by an admirer. That's right. uh, You got hit on. I thought I really thought this too was gonna stick his (laughs) hand down my pants. Um, well, you're a beautiful boy. But yeah, I was going to go work out in the park, and you're like, will you pick up my my prescription and give me a heating pad? Will you on, pick up on, my anti-nausea pills? On your way home? <laughs> so I went there first, and I was just going to pick it up and then go to the park, but then while I was while I was buying it, I was like, well, I'm buying this stuff because she's in discomfort right now as we speak. So I got stuff, and I went back home, dropped it off, and then went to work out. It's really sweet. I just couldn't stand the thought of my sweet boo laying in bed in pain. Thank you, so. boo. You're you're a you're a real mensch. You scared me this week, boo. You've been we don't have to go all into it, but you, yeah. you know some more medical stuff. Nothing too serious, but just uh, oh, I just can't stand the the thought of you sitting around in in pain or discomfort. It's it's interesting because I agree and thank you, and you've been awesome. But being a lady, guys, it's it's hard. And you gotta you gotta check yourself out. And sometimes you gotta go to the Hollywood clinic and get a little reference so somebody could take a camera and go up your cooter mm-hmm. and take a little picture, which is gonna happen next week. And I'm excited about it <laughs> because I'm gonna add it to my reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so gosh. your word of mouth is heating pads. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. I haven't had a heating pad since my nana because my nana loved her heating pad. I used to use it. That's I heard some cool. horror stories about those, like catching on fire and stuff. That, I, that's always scared me. Yeah, the fire. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a, an electric blanket? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. We had electric blankets growing mm-hmm. up, and they were horrible, but I loved the warmth. But it was like just, it was almost like pipe cleaners inside, and you felt it. Mm. You know what seems to be a, a trend right now that I'm shocked that you haven't uh, jumped on the bandwagon? Hit of me with it. Weighted blankets. Well, we already talked about Did that. Did we? Yeah, I got a weighted blanket, and it was awful. It is was not comfortable. It was just weighted. It was a patch job. There is not a weighted blanket that is, A, pretty, and nice, and velvety, and, and oh, I have notes about weighted oh, blankets. Boy. But, I yeah, I no, I understand. A, I picked a scab there, didn't I? <laughs> I know. Sorry about that. Never know what hot button I'll get upset about. I just thought for sure you'd be all about a heated or a uh, weighted blanket. Nope. Very raw. Anti. Anti. Boo Boo, where can we find you on social media? KT Low Strandberg. Woo! There you go. And boo. Uh, I haven't plugged this in a while. I'll, uh, oh, were you done? Did I cut you off? Katie Low Strandberg. Yeah. Instagram. That's about it. Oh, uh, and TikTok. And TikTok. Thank right, you. Right. Same name. I've, have you still. Every oh, day? I'm still doing TikTok. Not every day. You already broke your New Year's resolution. I already <laughs> broke it, but like I'm doing it. Every, I'm, you know, it's like Beyonce drop style. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to drop one. I understand. Every now and then. You know, give the people what they want. <laughs> I'll plug my uh, cookbooks. If you go to my website, dumbdavestone.com, I have three different versions of my kitchen survival guide. Volumes one, two, and three. Um, sometimes I post, you know, food pics on Instagram. They're like, give me that recipe. And I'm like, nah, man, you got to pay for it now. Yeah. Got to pay for that shit. Give us some moolah. Um, but yeah, the 10 bucks a piece, two for 16, all three for 20. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of recipes in there. So, and they're you know, great. If you need some recipes, go to dumbdavestone.com. And uh, I, my website's still somewhat crude in terms of uh, the engineering behind it. So, I think I've got it laid out where it's self-explanatory. You click on the, I click on the picture, and it should take you to my PayPal, and you can okay. do all that. But yeah, uh, 
But yeah, well, dumbdakestone.com, Kitchen Survival Guide, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. And uh, I've been working on it for a couple of years now, but eventually I'll have uh, a Volume 4 slash uh, a whole, what do you call like a... Cookbook? <laughs> good, good, Katie. <laughs> I was trying to think, like when all the volumes are together. If I have four volumes and they're now combined into one big volume, there's a word for that. Trilogy. Quadruply. Quinn. Anyway. Okay. Uh, great catching up. I love you. Have a great week. I love you. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.